Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Welcome to episode 79 of the Go Get That podcast. Uh, Address the elephant in the room. Bob is not here. He, uh, if you are following him on Twitter today on Sunday, he um, has the flu. So he is hopefully asleep right now, recovering probably from both the flu and, you know, the close call today at the Valspar. But Dan and I are here to recap uh, what was probably another, you know, progress progression for Jordan Spieth. Um, obviously one that Again, like API, just very close to a W, but some good things this week from Jordan, you know, some bad things and another close call with the tie for third finish. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just say this up front uh, for the people listening. I, because I told Jordan this before we went live, I am not sure how I feel about what went down this week. Um, obviously, that's not to say, oh my God, Spieth sucks. He's the worst. But I just I haven't fully processed today. Uh, we're recording this at just before eight p.m. on Sunday. Um, so that's I think what we're gonna do here is we're just gonna try and figure out how to feel about it all. Um, and you know, in that process, I'm sure Taylor Moore will get some mention. Adam Shank will get some mention probably some Tommy Fleetwood mention. Um, and Dylan Wu will not get mentioned thanks to his <laughs> brutal Sunday 78. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you want to start. I mean, it was just, it was not, it was about as close to as perfect as it can get through 15. Yeah. No, I mean, that's summed up perfectly. I mean, he played a pretty much perfect first 15 holes. Um, I mean, the ball striking was great. You know, the putter was contributing. He was making the important putts. I mean, the par save on nine, uh, the birdie putt on 14, uh, the birdie putt at five. Like, he was making a ton of putts. Um, He was keeping it in play for the most part. He had a little squirrely drive there on six, but... Found a way to make par. Um, yeah, just a perfect first fifteen holes a day, and even through fifteen holes, I mean, it was still not his tournament, even though he played them perfectly. Right. Well, I think to that point, looking at data golf, I think he finished with around the same strokes gain number he did at Harbor Town. Obviously, eight under. Uh, you know, if he's up the if he's leading by one at the last, and nine under is going to win, he probably just. I my guess is he would more than likely to putt that last attempt because he had to give it a run, right? So he'd finish yeah. around three, 3.1 shots gained to the field, which I don't know where that ranks exactly in winning tournaments, but that's more than what he had at Harbor Town, um, and certainly gave himself another very good chance to win. Obviously, you know, macro picture, large picture here. Like, we came into this four-week stretch – needing some movement um, up leaderboards, up FedEx Cup standings, up Ryder Cup standings, just data golf standings, I think most importantly. Um, and that that has been accomplished so far. 
right? T what? T four, T nineteen, T three. So clearly the game is in a good spot. Um and you there's a lot of ifs for this tournament, right? Saturday obviously is a day you look back, sixty nine's a good score, but could have been sixty six, probably could have been a seventy two as well. Um and I mean I I've kind of been avoiding it a little bit, but I mean what I I'm still a little bit stunned about what happened on sixteen. Um and not because well, I guess I'm trying to figure out why. <laughs> like it's Fair. I he had been missing it all day off the tee. That was that was the big problem. He gained three shots on approach today, gained almost one with the putter, and was was you know was being beaten going up 18 like in some sense the the round was good enough to win a tournament and other guys were also playing really well and that's credit to them um but sorry back to 16 i just i don't know i mean what 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 was your like feeling going into that tee shot like were I mean, you I... nervous at all that that could happen not really, no. I think if anything, you know, he's gonna blow it left. Yeah. <laughs> um, which that, you know, that, I was sorry. Go ahead. It's um easy to do. He uh he mentioned it after the round today with like what he's doing in his swing. Hitting a fade into that particular wind direction is like the tough thing for him right now. So he basically said, "All right, I'm gonna go trust it and try and hit the same shot I hit at one, which was a beautiful three wood into the par five, and he just you know came out of it and he's in the middle of the pond, um." Yeah, I thought if anything, he'd just blow it left. Um, I think, you know, what I take away, though, is the bogey. <laughs> like, incredible bogey at 16. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to address this just because a lot of negativity on my page today. Uh, I know I mentioned this in a prior podcast. 2015 Spieth had five runners up. Um, I just think calling him a choker when he's been in contention only twice is just a little harsh. Um. I guess we'll, I mean, we'll definitely talk about it more in the podcast, but like the whole point is getting yourself in the picture tons of times and he's starting to do that more, um, which is nice to see. But yeah, just regarding 16, I thought if anything, he'd blow it left. So sorry for going off on a tangent, but no, I mean, I kind of tangent, tangented (laughs) myself before, but I could tell that he wasn't that comfortable. Like, there were a couple fiddles, right? I mean, he's always moving around before he hits. But it seemed like there was an extra one, an extra look. And, you know, he knew it right off the face that it was wet. Um, well, it's not close. And I think in that moment, right, I think if he bails left, he probably – there's a chance he makes five anyway. Excuse yeah. me. Like, so – end of the day 16 you make a five that's tough um and people are going to look at the tee shot into the water but 16 is like a tough hole anyway and there's a chance he makes bogey anyway right so to just assume to say if he just hits the fairway he's making par and then he's winning the tournament i think is um a little bit unfair and i don't choke is um obviously has very strong like connotation but and i you know in the moment i think you could make the case that 
the pressure got to him um, a little bit, right? Just sped up the process of what's, you know, what's the best shot to hit, uh, especially if you're not feeling comfortable with it. Um, right. So I guess the the other way I've kind of been thinking about it in my head is like, what if there's not water, right? What if it's just, what if it's just like a thick, like rough U S open rough, just down the right. And that the fairway is still over there. So he bails right and pitches out. Like, I, I don't, I think my, what I'm trying to get to is that the hitting it into the water doesn't like not matter, but it's just like, it's, it's not important that it went into the water as the big deal. Cause he still made five. If he made six, then yeah. Cause he hit it into the water, extra stroke drop the whole thing but hitting it you know into the trees on the other side means you're probably making bogey a lot of the times too so um but i was i was surprised i just did not expect that ball to go right you know no if any if anything i was thinking toe hook was incoming yeah like mr Um, shank um but yeah yeah, i think you hit in the trees on 16 it's basically a par 4.5 Right. Like you can either get really lucky there or you can be screwed like Shank was at 18, be up against the tree and it's a pitch out. But um yeah, yeah I don't really know. Speaking of Mr. Shank, just to get into him, I don't really know how you can say Jordan choked, but I mean Mr. Shank was just not shanking it. I mean, he was playing so well. It was incredible how well he played today for a guy that had never won. Yeah. Um, you know, he made the made a bogey on six, answered at seven, bogeyed eight, answered on nine. Uh, made the 71 footer on 12. Like, yeah, that I mean, was ridiculous. The dude did not look like a guy out there who chipped, never won the day. Chipped in on one, too. Like, he, on one. Shank, yeah. Shank did everything that you need to do to win on a Sunday, which is obviously not as much as Taylor Moore, and we'll get into him in, in a little bit, I'd imagine. He chipped in. He stole one on 12 with the 71 footer. Stole probably another one on nine with a nice 25-footer. Bounced back on his bogeys. And I guess he probably shouldn't have three-putted eight. That was an awful three-putt. Yeah. Um, But he played awesome. And then it was just down the stretch. It was like you could tell he was a little nervous. He almost got a little, like, speethy. But he wasn't. He's not. Like, speeth is built to handle speethiness. Adam Schenk is not built to handle speeth. <laughs> It's like a thing you just like fair. have to get used to. Um, because if I you know, if Adam Shank blasts it way right in the water, he's making six. I have no doubt in my mind that that's the case. Um and then, dude, I mean, I thought it was he makes the 15 footer because I was looking at it on Torcast to make bogey. I was like, it's a straight putt. Like that, that good decent chance it goes in. Uh makes that and then goes to 17 and hits it to seven feet, right? Yeah. And it was just like, man, this dude has now played. He has golfed his ball to the hole. Like, or even even on the greens, he was great. The putt on 14, the putt at nine. Um, The only iffy one was, I guess, obviously 17. That that was a tough putt to watch. Um, yeah. And then the opening hole not two putting from 65 feet, which is tough, is difficult, right? Especially, but when you flush it, driver three wood, get it up there on the green on a par five, like you'd like to make four. 
Um, and then just to, I know he was, he's, I had had to read his transcript before I, I came on. Um, and I know he said he was trying to diet on 17, but uh, I just don't understand that. I know it was downhill, but I feel like if you just got it started just outside the left edge with a little, like hitting it just a little bit firm, it's moving. It's going to slide a little bit. And even if it rolls by, it's rolling three feet by, you know, and then you'll make, you'll make that the way you've been putting it. So, um, one T ball, one putt. I mean, you can point to one shot all week, but it speaks to the sort of stones that I think are coming back, right? There's a, yeah. a confidence to hit a four iron to seven feet. On set in you know I mean what incredible a shot unbelievable shot that is, um, knowing he needed it he needed it he knew he needed it he knew he needed it and that was the closest shot of the day, yeah he did it on eight as well the other two hundred plus yard par three, uh hit it in there to eight feet poured that one in, um, and it's just like this roller coaster man, you know. And it, it would have been so nice to just put that in from, from seven feet and walk up to 18. But even then, like, I, I don't know what happens if he makes that putt. Like, that that tee ball on 18 could have gone anywhere. I don't think it just goes in the left rough again. Um, I'm trying to, like, figure out a way to, like, direct direct my thoughts about this and keep it, like, It's all over the place. I mean... But, like, uh, it's... Really, like I'm just I'm having so many thoughts all just all over the place, as you said, because it it that's kind of the way it was the last three holes, um, and it it sucks to have it end that way, right? Yeah, and I I think now you know looking at API as well, getting it in the fairway off the tee when you need to is obviously a big deal gonna need to do it at 17 at augusta 18 at augusta um 15 i mean i ideally you hit it in the fairway on 15 but like those are tight tee shots 17 maybe a little wider but 18 like if you got to make par you kind of have to hit a tee ball a good yeah. one and I like that you're looking forward to Augusta. <laughs> well, I have to at this point. No, I, I match agree. play, like whatever. I could he's not winning match play. Um he's he's too drained, I think. So um but kind of to this point about the T ball, like I love the low fade. I love it. And the fact that he can't hit it right now is it's not concerning, overly concerning, but it's I'm disappointed that it has decided to disappear, you know, because I think that's, that was his shot in 21. I think he said at Valero, he hit those all day around Harbor town and it gets you in fairways and that lets the iron play excel. Um, and it, it just, it would have been nice to have something that he could just be like, all right, I'm just going to lean into this and rip it as hard as I can. I know it's starting left. It's going right back into the fairway. So we're close. He's close. Yeah. I, I said that in my Instagram post. Um, he's got all the shots right now. He's got the putter. I think the putter, um, it's back. I think we're still probably in a recession right then. 
Yeah. We're still in a recession. Yeah. He's he will be in a recession until he puts Wall at a major. Yeah, you said that, which is very, very fair. But I mean he's got everything. I mean the short game, you know, I thought it was a little spotty this week. Yeah. Um I think the numbers would say that too. I mean, he was in the field what twenty fourth, which for him is like eh. Yeah. So he only gained he only gained a little over a quarter of a stroke. He gained like a stroke and a half to the field for the week around the greens, which is not good enough for his standards, I think. Yeah. Um, But the putter, I think for the most part, was really good this week. Uh, You know, Thursday was great. Friday sucked. And then the weekend was pretty darn good. Um, So the putter's there. Iron play is clearly there. (laughs) No issues there. Um, Short game, you know, I think the floor with that is still very high. And then off the tee, I guess, is I think, you know, for the past couple of weeks, uh, been a little not up to his standards, but it's still decent, even with it not being great. And Augusta, obviously, looking ahead to that, you can afford to get, you know, a little bit loose there. Um, You got Mm -hmm. wide fairways, but yeah, just I keep talking about today, uh, Sunday, uh, just because it was a whirlwind like it usually is with Jordan. I thought this one stung probably a little bit more than API just because I thought, I mean, he played a phenomenal 15 holes today. Yeah. Um, API, let's be 100% honest. Did he have a great chance on Sunday? Yes. Was he lucky to have that chance? Absolutely. Um, he was in the driver's seat really all week at the Valspar. You know, his name was on the first page of the leaderboard from the get-go on Thursday. Um, he played four, you know, solid rounds um well he was in the 60s what ev well he's, he shot 70 today would have been a 69 had he not missed the three foot at the last and then he made he shot 70 on friday but um he was in the driver's seat all week i think after thursday we thought this was his tournament to lose not as much the case at api after friday um took some luck to get in the picture on sunday with the leaders struggling but this one stung just a little because you know he was i mean he had it like he was good all four days. He played four really good rounds of golf yeah. and tee shot on 16. And then just, you know, Taylor Moore playing an exceptional round of 67 today. Um, yeah. It hurts a little bit. Yeah. Moore didn't miss inside of six feet this week. Like, tough to lose when you don't Not that, you know, Spieth he wasn't bad inside of six feet, but he probably missed two or three. There's your strokes from, from five feet, right? And it's like, Shoot, props to Taylor Moore. Sunday 67 and that stuff. Like, we, we're talking about Spieth playing perfect through 15 holes. Like, if he was perfect, perfect, and he got up and down on one, he was four under. Yeah. And Taylor, and then Taylor Moore then played 16, 17, 18, like, even on top of that. You know what I'm saying? I I know he birdied 16, but, um, like, going into – um. If he was going into that stretch at at four under playing perfect golf, that's Taylor Moore then played the three hardest hole, three of the hardest holes on the course, and even and, and completed his round at the perfect golf score. So, um, unreal by him. It kind of he was kind of lurking, like he was Fleetwood. I, for a while, I really thought because I, I obviously Jordan was playing well, but it seemed like. Fleetwood was the one who was more likely to make a like three birdies in a row type of thing to grab it at 11, like 11 under or 10 under or something. Um, and he just hit, he to be fair, Fleetwood hit one bad shot too. 
and it was that three wood into 14. 14 that ended up in the bunker on the down slope and took four shots from there to get it in the hole and he just played the rest and even finished at eight under another very classic like Fleetwood T3 in the state <laughs> I feel like um like I thought it was him more just kept lurking because everybody else faded I mean like Webb Simpson started the day up there guys like Cody Gribble um I mean Sam Burns shot what 67 uh 69 today well no i'm looking around one like a moron 67 today up oh, my bad yeah so sam bird shot four under and probably went from like t32 to solo sixth right like sunday sunday was hard because a lot of dudes fell off the front page of the leaderboard um down to like that five under four under range so then it was kind of four dudes and i thought taylor moore was going to be one of those dudes to fall like I I just did. I thought he would it just seemed like it was a tough day and a bogey was coming at some point. They like showed him occasionally on the coverage and it's like, oh, he's got this birdie putt or oh, he's got this, you know, six footer for par or whatever, makes it, moves on. Um and he just didn't falter. The bunker shot on seventeen was stupid good. Yeah. Um, played that long, like floaty one that spun and Tap that in, played 18 really nicely. That's a tough two putt from where he was. It was um, impressive. And it was very, I mean, that, that could have come back, not all the way to his feet, but he could have very easily three putted that. Um, and we'd probably be talking about a playoff at nine under um, with him and Shank and maybe Spieth, who knows? Probably. I, if Spieth had to get in at nine, I'm sure he could have gotten in at nine. But yeah, yeah I agree. Um, so yeah, I mean Taylor Moore was was killer today, you know, and he just didn't have the the one bad swing that cost him a shot in there, and that that's the difference. Yeah, I mean for the people listening, I bet for our go get that bets, I bet Taylor Moore at the Genesis, the top ten. He didn't hit, but like. He's not a name that at least I I mean for the casual golf fan like you don't know who Taylor Moore is but like if you're a diehard like we are yeah I've bet him to win one of my bets before like I know this dude was playing good mm-hmm. um, I think a win probably you don't necessarily expect him to win uh, but you know he's capable of it I've bet him you know I've backed his play I think he's an up and coming type of guy um, Spieth and- uh, he's from I stay Spieth that there yes. Spieth was asked about him after his round yeah. today. Like he's from Oklahoma, I think he plays at one of the local clubs in yeah, Texas. Yeah, I think he's in. I think he's in Dallas now, though. Like he, yeah. that's where he lives. That's what Asinger was saying, I think. Um, which is funny. The um, Paul Asinger, man. Anyway, the yeah, Taylor Moore was awesome and good for him. And to your point, like. I think the same week at Genesis, I bet him to top forty as well. Like this dude, this dude's been playing some good golf. Yep. Um, and if you're in, if you follow golf, um, to a more like, like if you place top forties and stuff like that, you you know who Taylor Moore is. Um, and props to him. And you know, Valspar continues to kind of follow the trend of one. The fields haven't been as great, so you get newer guys that win like get their first pga tour win here or you get guys that defend or not even defend but win it multiple times 
saw that and the three you know the top four guys up there were Spieth trying to win it twice Shank trying to win for the first time Taylor Moore trying to win for the first time and Tommy Fleetwood trying to win for the first time so on on the PGA Tour for Fleetwood so Valspar produced what it always did um and I thought the course was awesome this week too like the 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 whole not necessarily the holes itself but the way they got the course to play was great yeah I, I fully agree I was talking about this one of our group chats earlier today it's like a weird course because I don't like love the holes like I think the par fives are bland yeah um but what it does if you miss fairways like you're screwed yeah I think that's a good golf course um you really just got to play defense if you miss the fairway uh, the rough was up this week. The greens were, you know, firm and slick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we saw it with Jordan. Like, you miss a fairway. Sometimes the best you can do is, like, 30 feet. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, again, it's interesting that we see this again. Mr. Spieth, you know, he skipped API last year, comes back this year, contention. He skipped Valspar for a few years. Granted, he wanted to play it last year and 21 and couldn't. But, you know, he comes back here in contention again. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see how the schedule is next year because I mean I think API at this point has to be a must for Spieth, and you know yeah. depending on if the schedule plays out in his favor, I wouldn't hate seeing him back here. No, he'll be he'll be here. I think, I I, I mean the Valspar. I think they sort of made a choice between the Honda and the Valspar in terms of like which the tour did in terms of which like title sponsor they want to keep. Um. And we'll see, because obviously Honda's dropping out. We'll see where the schedule is. I think Valspar should probably get a designated event, or not elevated, or whatever it is, just for the for the one year, um, like Phoenix was this year, um, and Hilton Head will be, because he'll be at he'll be at API because that's Arnie's event, and I think all of the guys have to go to those events now. But Valspar, look, I mean, we talked about it on Tuesday, recording the preview or whatever. It a very good comp course to uh, a bunch of places he's won before. So, and obviously he's won here. So it's like, it, it made a lot of sense that it, it fits speed's game. And um, you can kind of see the way, like the way the guys on the leaderboard were, you can see why they were up there given the course, like you could see the course and, and what it requires you. You can kind of see, um, with those guys up at the leaderboard, like Fle- Fleetwood flushed the golf ball this week. I know he came up short, um, which, as I mentioned, is like a pretty typical Tommy Fleetwood <laughs> move. Um, he just doesn't seem to have that. I'm going on a tangent here. It's kind of a little Hovlandish. He Ooh. doesn't seem to like have the, the sense of like where I'm at and what I need to do, or and and just like the making the big putt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or making the having the 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 big hole, um, because he finished at what eight? Yep. I mean he he put it in the fairway on fourteen, and if he gets you know if he gets up and down from there with a three, or f- in three shots, so up whatever, <laughs> gets in from the fairway in three shots makes birdie. He's at ten. Yeah. Right. And then no, I agree. Hangs on and and he's in a playoff or. Who knows how it shakes out, but Fleetwood's right there. I Shank was 
awesome for a lot of the day. Obviously, today was a little bit more scrambly than he probably wanted. Um, but he was playing that like draw, kind of like Chris Kirk does, draw pretty much everything. His bad shots were when he tried to play fades. Um, and then Taylor Moore just didn't miss inside of six feet, right? And that's that'll that'll win at a lot of golf courses, but especially this week when there's a lot of scrambling going on, a lot of just tough shots you got to hit. Um, he did that the best out of anybody and um, picked up a, a massive win. I Going back to speed a little bit here, what – I was thinking about this earlier. What what grade, like letter grade, school grade, would you give his game this week? B. I think – I mean, it's kind of what I thought, you know, even coming into today. I thought everything has been, like, good, not great. Yeah. Um, obviously today the iron play was really good. So maybe that was, you know, elite this week, but definitely off the tee wasn't elite short game. Definitely was not elite. Um, I say the putter was great, not elite. I, I think elites higher than great in my criteria here. Yeah. Um, you know, speed played good golf. I think he's still yet to, since probably the 2021 open, just play elite golf. Um, I still think we're building to that, which is fine. We're it's March 19th. We have four majors ahead of us. Um, that's fine. I I said it in my story again after. You know, we got to walk before we can run. Um, I think all my followers and all our listeners expect him to be in contention a lot more than two times in 2023. Yeah. So I think the whole point is to continue to put yourself there and just keep progressing. Um, he didn't play great golf this week, I don't think. I think portions of the game were, you know, really good. But he freaking knows his ceiling is way higher than this. We're still yeah. working towards that, and I really don't think, you know, in March there's anything wrong with that. Right. No, I think that's that's a very fair assessment because I was trying to figure out, like, if we look at the grand scheme of things, I'm, you know, I'm usually a bit more optimistic. Like, this this was a great week, you know? Yeah. Another another shot in contention. Um, Another top six finish. He's moving up all the – data golf boards and the important, all those, boards. <laughs> the important boards like that and he played he played close it out golf on sunday for i mean honestly i can't even like i think you know getting back to i can't even not fault him for 16 because that tee shot was end of the day that's a really 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 bad tee shot yes but to still make bogey after that yeah make the putt because he knew he needed it and then to hit the four iron into 17 i thought he played he hit the approach shot into 18 was also great like there was just a there's too much great in there to be too disappointed with the result from this week i agree um, yep. big 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 picture yeah i i just i don't like if he got to like 10 and, you know, Shank, like, was two over through nine, and he had a three-shot lead going into the back nine and lost. Like, I'd call that a choke. But, I mean, Shank was freaking breathing down his neck all day. I mean, the 71-footer, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Spieth um, had the solo lead for one hole. Like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He, what, he birdied eight, and then Shank birdied nine. He lost it, it on like, a par, exactly. And then it was like, all right, he might, you know... He might be down, and then he was down for most of the back, like twelve. He was, you know, down thirteen. Excellent, well, really well played hole on thirteen, because that's not an easy par. 
Um, played, f- you hit a great wedge shot into 14, right yep. at it, made the putt. 15, excellent bunker shot. Um, and then just needed, you know, one more kind of better execution off the tee shot on 16. So it's tough. And those are the margins that I think golf presents and why it's so fun. And Spieth like teeters on those margins so often. Teeters like he's on those lines so much. And when it works, when he's, you know, in the line, like that's, it's amazing. And he's really awesome. And when it goes over the line, it, it can be um, pretty bad. But, and given that he was, you know, when he's playing well and he's walking that tightrope well, he gets to good spots. And then if he falls off the tightrope, it's just heartbreaking, right? It's like a very sharp sense of like, oof, like that, that hurt a lot. Um, And that's just kind of who he is, how it goes. And a lot of, he's, he's very speedy again, which is fun. It is fun. You know? The contention is fun. Um, yeah. Being I locked think... in, locked into every shot, every hole. NBC's coverage sucks, but um, <laughs> That's like, true. just trying to, just being that involved in a Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, right? Like the whole time speed is like right there the whole time to your point um i was gonna give him i think i was gonna give him like a b plus for this week it's fair like i think that's i think his game is at b plus right now it seems close yeah i mean go ahead he can win i think he can win a major with i want to i want to say a minus but that might not be true but I, I think just he dep- could. I mean, it just depends how like the leaderboard shakes out. To be fair, right. like, you can win a major with your B game. Like it just depends. Like a JT at the PGA. Yeah. But, um, well, but I'd I'd say JT had like an A minus game last year. That's fair. Because he was he was great in the the hard wave, and then the playoff, he was really good. Lights out. So. That's fair. I won't deny that. Um, let's see. So two things on the approach that I just noticed. So on the back nine today. He lost strokes on approach on one of the nine holes. Wow. Like that's, I mean, 15 was the only like 15. 15 yeah. was it. And then everything else was above average. And I said this in my story after 17, and it just sucks that he missed the putt. I was like the best four iron I've, I've hit him. See, I've seen him hit in years. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that sure. was like, you know, Burkdale um, after the bogey save type of like clutch. Yeah, um, I think that's who he is as a player right now too. You know, twenty seventeen speak makes that putt triumphs, and this current guy is still. You know, if you see me on the video right here, we're climbing up the stairs, and he just isn't at that point yet as a player where that putt goes in and propels him to a victory. Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that either. Like people need to understand. Again, we're in March. Like, <clears throat> I just can't stand the overreactions. Like. It's not like we're in June and we're just starting to play some really good golf. Like he's doing this with everything ahead of him. And he gets that. I just think that some of the fans, especially like in my comment section, like relax guys. If he continues to play how he's playing right now, he will have, he will win multiple times. I think. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, he should be in deep contention at this rate, probably eight to 10 times this year. And if you do that, 
you know, the math probably comes out to two wins, right. maybe more. Um, yeah. So relax, just relax a little bit. Right. And I do, there is something to be said of, you know, taking advantage of your opportunities. Um, And he had a decent chance today, right? I mean, nobody <laughs> really folded around him until, I mean, Shank shot one under today on a tough golf course. It's a good score. And, you know, got beat. And that includes, um, he made bogey at the last, right? So, yeah, Shank made bogey at the last tough way to he was two under going up 18 on a tough golf course um in the final group in the final group (laughs) right yeah looking for your first pga tour win you know taylor moore 67 to win it right like guys didn't two two guys just didn't collapse right spieth had to play perfect to win today and he didn't do that he was close and he was walking that tightrope of perfect for a good long while. Um, I do, I do kind of think too, that I think boring rounds on Sundays, um, this gives me confidence that it's possible. And by boring, I mean, speech definition of boring, which is like minus three or my, like 68, 67, 68, 69, depending on where you play. And like a bogey, maybe, you know, like, like the, the, a clean card. Um, and I think this, let this makes me feel that it's doable. Um, and it was, it was good to see, you know, it's fun. It's fun to see that happen. It's just the, the disappointment of not playing it perfect um when you're so close to to getting to that end goal of what perfect leads to is uh tough you know and i you know you're right i think people in the moment it's like ah like it's crushing you know and nobody feels that more than spieth right so it's like it it's it's another it's another um another episode in the spieth and just this chapter, this, this book of just like what makes golf for me at least so fun to follow. And we're definitely getting more of these days, hopefully with better outcomes. Yeah, I'd I mean, say. that's that's the whole result. Like, I mean, what does Scotty Scheffler do every week? He contends. Like, that's what Speed's trying to do. Like, Speed doesn't go and do... I mean, he says it in the media, and granted, you know, he wants to win badly, but, like, he goes in the media, and he's like, I want to have a good chance to win on Sunday. Like, that's the whole point. You give yourself chances, you're going to hit. What What did, I think Jack Nichols had, like, 17 runners up in majors. Yeah. Like, the whole point's to continue to give yourself chances, and if he plays the way he's doing right now, he's going to do that. Um, And, and yeah, I, I think the boring rounds, you know, he said it after the round, kind of what you alluded to. I think more that's coming and you can do that. You can have boring rounds when you make the nine footers for par, when you make 12 footers for par, the 15 footer for bogey. Um, He couldn't do that in 2022. Right. He can do that in 2023. Um, And I think to that point, just to kind of add to that, because I think that's a really good point is like the, the boring rounds are more possible because momentum is now being saved more often with the putter especially and that's leading just 
that purely the putter is leading to more contention because he was hitting it. He might be hitting it a little bit better now, more consistently than he was last year, at least these past three weeks, because we didn't really have a three week stretch last year. Last year was bad. (laughs) Well, I guess Harbor Town. There, there was like that Valero to Harbor Town Nelson PGA was pretty good. Valero through the PGA where he weirdly missed the cut at the Masters. Like Valero, he led the field tee to green, lost like seven shots. He couldn't putt for shit during that run. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And he just, he didn't make anything and that's tough to save momentum. And, and then it kind of, it kind of petered off. Right. But this year, obviously there's just a lot more optimism, a lot more hope that things will go better because he'll give himself more chances to to be in spots like that. So um, definitely not the ending that we would have hoped for. Um, and it's it's probably more crushing because it was so close. I think that's what I keep coming back to is like, God, like he, he played so good for 83% of the round. <laughs> and then to you know, just have one decision swing feel thought in that split second moment, whatever it may be, to just kind of undo the perfection, I guess, that he was chasing is um it hurts for sure. Yeah. But in the end it's another good week, another good more more progress for sure it's it's nice to see macro picture here it's nice to see the putter work consistently for three weeks like it's not just a fluke you know what i'm saying it's not it's not a keegan brad like bob brings it up all the time like bradley pops right or um trying to think of other putter guys that just, like ben on maybe if he pops <laughs> he's in contention um more kawa if Morikawa oh, pop, pops, he's he's winning or up there. It's good to see Spieth not be in that category these last three weeks. It's consistent. Obviously, Thursday Thursday was a pop round, but the week in general has kind of followed the trend the last two weeks. Gives a lot of confidence for the match play next week. Gives a lot of confidence for the Masters in three weeks, the majors coming up this summer. So um more encouraging signs. Of course, we've mentioned that a couple times now. But Mr. Putter. Yeah, I mean, you said it well at the putter, like Friday was awful on the greens. You see his speed was terrible. And then over the weekend, putt's great. I think that's a really good sign to see. Um you know, you putt bad, maybe you revert back to some of your past poor trends, but it, no. He didn't do it. He putted good. Yeah. Two rounds, putted great one round, bad one round, and that equals for the week eleventh uh, in the field. So Pretty I mean that's good. that's awesome progress. Uh, I still think the speed work definitely needs some improvement. He had a couple three putts this week. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great, and especially when you go into Augusta National in three weeks, where the speed needs to be per- perfect. Um, definitely a concern there. I What's... think. The... Go ahead. I was just going to say, what's your biggest concern right now, if you had one? Oh, man. I feel like I'm in a really nice place to say nothing. Just because, like, no offense to the match play. Like, if he doesn't get out of his group, like, 
so be it. As long as he doesn't play poorly, obviously you want to play good. But like biggest concern, obviously looking towards Augusta, like I mean the iron play obviously is not a concern. I think yeah. the wedges the wedges look better this week. There were a couple like squirrely yeah. ones, but um they could not- I think he I don't know if he would be totally happy with the dispersion on some of the scoring wedges. That's fair. Like, I don't think it's as tight as he wants it, but that's okay. fixable. I, fix very fixable. Yeah. I think it's um, fixable. Speed, speed putting for sure. Yeah, but I mean I, we good on the I list, Dan. Like, I mean it's well, nice I, to I say... guess I guess that, that was kind of leading me to off the tee is becoming just a little bit of a concern. But like there, mm-hmm. like I mean Yeah, but it's not it's not about that it's just like something on Sunday that you can trust. Right. And this is a very niche like thing to be concerned about. Very specific thing to be concerned about. But I think if he trusts like a trust and and can do it, because I think today he went in to that T shot on 16 slightly like I don't think he didn't trust it. Like I think he knew that a cut three wood was the play. And I don't think that it was not the play. Um, he just didn't have the, the feel, which whatever, or the mechanic to like do it or execute it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So not about, he needs something that to trust and execute on Sundays. Cause the last like six holes or whatever, seven That's holes. Fair. That's fair. API didn't hit some fairways down the stretch would have made his life a lot easier probably could have gotten in at nine under this week would have been nice to hit the fairway on 16 would have been nice to do it on 18 I mean 18 whatever it's not it wasn't that bad but obviously just just to have something that's like he can he can trust and this week I felt the driver was a little loose Friday was amazing I don't know like I think he he was he drove like a stallion on Friday. Yeah, has Mister Phillips. Um, he did. He did drive it like a stallion. So we'll see. It's it's we're in a good like time window to to your point where it's like Masters is what two weeks away, three weeks away, two tournaments away now. Um, but he'll only play. I don't. He's not going to Valero, is he? No. Okay. So he'll only play. Um. 54 holes play. at a minimum. <laughs> yeah, 54 holes at the match play to kind of, I think, you know, if looking a tiny bit ahead to match play, the one thing I'd want to see is just some more consistency off the tee, just a little bit. Because he, because the off the tee has been so good for a long time now. We've kind of taken it a bit for granted, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, But it'd be, it'd be nice to kind of see some more, um, or just even ex- have him experience some like big time tee shots where you kind of need him a little bit. And match play is a decent shout at that. Like he could be shooting a 74, uh, or he could be plus two through 15. But if the other guy in your group's also plus two through 15, then you probably are you got a pretty close match. So tee balls down the stretch will matter. And I think that's that's good because I'd, I'd like to see a couple more pressure tee balls be well struck well thought out um I'm, I'm well thought outs i mean obviously i would like them to be well thought out i don't think they haven't not been well thought out um but i just like to see them be executed a little bit more often um sure. he's got some good chances to do that so good week there 
um, at match play to maybe hit a few more of those crunch time tee shots when you need them. Because I think the rest of it, like it'll, it, the rest of the game is there. Right? Yeah. To be really, 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 really good. So pretty much, it's it's nice to say. Um, I mean, the Masters is in three weeks, and we're just about at the point where, like, yeah, well, he doesn't really have any problems. And if they are, they're like tiny things, which is a really nice thing to see. Uh, yeah, sixteen today. Oh, I just had this thought pop into my head. Um, different wind direction today than it was the previous three days, so it required a different shot off the tee, which yeah, kind of sucked because he played sixteen and one under this week, which is like incredible. Um. Not to excuse the T-ball at 16, but, like, you throw that little nugget in there, you get a completely different wind direction, a shot that he hasn't had to play off that tee all week. Probably didn't help his case. Um, still unacceptable, don't get me wrong, but just something to throw in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, just a phenomenal Florida Florida stretch for Spieth. Um, yeah. You said it a little while ago. We came in with nothing. We came in off a miscut of the Genesis that was really, really bad. And, I mean, he's – I hate to say it. I don't know if three weeks is enough of a sample size to say it, but, I mean, he's turned the season around in three weeks, and mm -hmm. he's looking like a man that's going to go into Augusta National in three weeks and have a good shot to take home the jacket again. Yeah, and to that point, right, he's now – the last five events he's played, he's got four top 20s, three top sixes, if you include uh, – Mr. Waste Management. So, oh, we include it. Yeah, that's fair. Look, I well, I, yeah, just you know, if you go back that far on the schedule and your inclusion of results yeah. in the recent run, it's been good, and it it will continue to get better. We hope. Um, and it's I think it too. It's also nice to have a couple things to work on. You know. No, because no, like, no, for sure. Because especially I, with the week off before the Masters, yeah. for sure. And I think with, with Spieth especially, like he needs a few things to just like be thinking about need that need improvement um, and not having everything. Like I, I, I like that he's got to fine-tune things a little bit here and there. Um, yeah. Obviously, it would have been nice to just have to fine-tune after winning the tournament, but is what it is. I... Yeah, so good spot. We've said that. Um, and the week off will be interesting before the Masters. And I'm actually, I actually kind of like it. Oh, man. Um, I know we're getting, we're getting ahead to no, Masters. No, 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 but you're, uh, you're stealing my thunder a little bit. I actually, like, I feel awful because I have a few followers on Instagram. They're like, obviously, a lot of people from Texas. Yeah. Um, that follow me and like, they're like, is he playing Valero? Is he playing Valero? And I'm like, I, I don't think so this year. And just being like the, non-biased person that i am i absolutely love it yeah like no oh. offense no offense to you guys at all um but i love it the fact that he can take a week off before the masters just tune things up because he can he can win he, he he can very much win the masters let's just be very clear there um i i love the fact that he gets a week off to you know go go to go with cam or go to augusta on saturday or sunday night mm -hmm. um maybe he goes saturday this year or he goes sunday to see the drive chip and putt or the anwa uh, I know Bubba loves to do that. Maybe Spieth does it. You know, goes in with a nice, a, a nice clear mindset. Um, yeah. Get some work done with Cam. I love it. I think it's good that he gets a week off to you know fine tune the very few issues that he has right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, but we're really looking ahead. It's it's getting well, exciting here. Yeah, and I I think the week off though too is going to allow them to get there early, 
probably he'll be there probably Sunday for at the latest, I'd imagine. Yeah, you I, know, probably up. And to get there early and hit a bunch of short game shots, hit a bunch of long lag putts, just kind of see how it's developing, right? Like that gives me confidence that those two areas obviously the short game's been a little bit more inconsistent than we might have hoped um but we've seen how good it can be and the putting has been better and if the speed of his putts from 30 plus eh, probably it's more like the 40 plus foot range that was a little bit more troublesome this week but if if he's feeling locked in with that like it it could be a very special week at Mr. National in a couple weeks. I like I don't want to get too far ahead, but Dan Nance. <laughs> it's it's um yeah, Dan Nance. Like, no, it, you're right. It's exciting. I mean, he he didn't have that much form. He had form with the ball striking last year, but the putter was awful. Um and you can you can there I might get some people mad at me in the comments or in my DMs like you're crazy. He you can say he might be going in with better form to Augusta than he had in 2021. And I know he came off a win, but I think he's playing really, really good right now. All right, maybe I am getting a little crazy there, Dan. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the numbers on that because yeah. I, I, I got to look too. But like you can he say he's in, in very similar form. Yeah, I think 2021 seemed a little bit more like, I don't want to say pop, like poppy is not the right word, but he just like would, he would shoot lower scores in 2021. Um, but 2023, at least the past like few days, have been more consistent scoring. It just seems like it's good. Everything is good, you know. And when everything's good, it adds up to, well, pretty damn good. And then we played well get... at the Players Championship, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. It's just it's a it's a year of like playing well at at spots that he or not the year. It's a, it's been a stretch of just really good golf. So. Fun to see. I'm trying to think of any any other tidbits from you for Valspar. Um, credit to Mr. Shank again. Taylor Moore, again, as we said earlier, a guy that like, who knows? He might I don't think he's gonna magically, you know, go off the face of the earth here. I think we'll continue to play some pretty consistent golf. Yeah. Maybe not win again this year. But I mean, Data Golf had him as their fifty first as their fifty first best golfer in the world. So he yeah. ain't a no name. Um Anything else? No. Uh, we've been talking about the Masters, but the match play will be, you know, fun. We're recording yeah. the Sunday night. The bracket will be out tomorrow. So that's always a cool little – it starts Wednesday, which is, I think, cool. Fun. Could be a lot of – hopefully it'll be a lot of golfers, especially because with the week off after match play, hopefully speed they'll go deep because then we'll have some time to both, you know, tune up and take a little bit of time off. But um, that's all I got, Dan. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, I – I'll talk about this in match play too, but I don't feel great about next week. We'll see. But my expectations are not as high. Obviously, I I thought he would win this week. This week felt very Valero-y to like 2021 Valero to me. Um, I It's still a little – I want to say it's almost a little shocking he didn't win still. Um, But it's weird because it's like he never – had the lead by himself on the back nine yeah you know it's not like i don't go with the whole choke five (laughs) right like he never needed if he parred out he would have been in a playoff after 14 but he had to make he had to 
make up ground on the back nine to, you know, win the tournament. And he came close uh, and did it with some flair and some excellence. And you could tell, like, in that out of those last four guys, too, like, you know which one of these dudes has won 13 times before. <laughs> and that, I think, is fun. Um and was is was good to see, but then you could also, I guess, and then if you watch sixteen, you'd be like, "Well, that guy hasn't won before because he got <laughs> nervous and blocked it way right." But then you watch the rest of sixteen, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that guy's won. He's done this. He's done. He's done a crazier thing in a major and won a tournament." So he's hit it into a um, penalty area with the tee shot and then scratched out a bogey before. Right. He's done. Yeah, that. he's he's done that. So <laughs> that was cool to see. Um. I guess we maybe could give a little update on the standings going into this next week here. The go get that point standings. I don't know how much people really care about this, but um, Bob's people are big into it. <laughs> yes. And Bob is as well. Bob cares yeah. a lot. Bob does um, care. Bob's competitive. So Jordan hit a Jaeger bomb, we'll call it. A little three three way FRL on Thursday. That probably felt pretty nice. It was nice with the 25 footer that he made to cash that. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So that was, that was, um, kind of a, what kickstarted our betting card collective on Thursday. Um, Bob and I both had Spieth outrights at 14 to one. Obviously, those came close, gave us a good sweat. You had a Fleetwood outright, didn't you? I did. So I was, I mean, wow. So we, to be very we clear a, here. I was very much rooting for Spieth. Um, we had a very good week then. Yeah, in terms of like, like in general, in terms of sweat, yeah. stuff like that. So that hit Ludwig Aberg clutched up, made the cut. So Bob didn't get any points for his missed cut. <laughs> and Ben Griffin, uh, we faded him this week. Obviously, not as much as Brandon Wu or Dylan Wu, I suppose. But Bob didn't um, fade Griffin. Bob did not fade Griffin, and he did not top 30 or top 40 for that matter. So, uh, B Griffin. No top thirty didn't hit for Bob. I I hit on a Spieth over JT matchup, which felt nice because I don't know. I kind of I was sort of I keep waiting for JT to like shoot a sixty four, and I want to be. I mean I I don't like really want to see it, but if it's gonna happen, and I think it's it's gonna happen. I'd like to have some points on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's fair. And so it was it was a tough for me to like pick to fade him this week in that sense. Uh and it, he's still top ten. He backdoor to top ten, I think. But um so for Spieth to, you know, beat him, that's nice. And then Dylan Wu shot a seventy eight on Sunday to fall outside the top forty. Um that's disappointing. I <laughs> he was very because I was following him on Torcast, right? And, you know, I follow certain guys on Torcast for bets. And um, Mr. Wu was very, like, scrappy, I want to say. Everything was very average. It was just like, oh, he made a birdie. And then, oh, three holes later, he made a bogey. And then he made two <laughs> birdies. And then four holes later, he'd make a bogey and he'd post a 70, at least the first three days or whatever. And I'm like, hmm. You know, that, that works for top 40s. Um, <laughs> and then I was kind of hoping today he'd just like, I mean, he really, he needed a 75 to top 40. 
and he didn't even do that. So it was brutal. I think he had a stretch of like six five, six five on the card, which is never good. Um so I'm even even for the week for me, Jordan, you're up seventy ish. Seventy six sixty six ish. Yeah, something pretty solid. Bob was down a hundred, but Solid week. We'll be back with match play. I think we just have the normal 100 yeah. allotment for next week. Um, yeah. But it'll be fun. Different bets, different kind of style. Uh, Bob might do like a bracket pool or something. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect he probably would. I don't think yeah. that will, but Bob probably will. Um, so that'll be fun. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, speaking of brackets, is yours in a decent shape? I did not make a bracket this year. Wow. Like the first time in like eight years. I, I just don't know. I didn't feel like making one this year. That's fair. Um, and Are you enjoying the tournament? Well, my Terps went out last night mm. um, expectedly. So like I wasn't mad. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the madness has occurred. And I think yeah. that's what most people just root for. And I'm really no different. My dad's yeah. no different. I mean, everyone loves the madness and the madness has delivered. Um, but I mean, the Alabama team that I saw last night against Maryland, they are going to be really tough to beat. They yeah. are massive. They are so big. But, yeah, yeah it's been fun. They've got NBA guys on that roster, yes. too. A lot of them. I think, you know, I picked Houston to win, so maybe it's a little biased. But watch – and Houston struggled a little bit with Auburn in the first half. But watching them play, too, like, Houston's got some some serious players on that team as well. Um, but obviously, they're both the two one seeds that are still standing. So, yeah. um. Obviously, Farley Dickinson. Is it better? Do you enjoy not having a bracket because you can just enjoy like the games without a rooting interest? Or, um, it's actually funny you ask that. I probably somewhat regret not making one just because I hop on ESPN and I see other people's brackets and I'm like, man, it makes the tournament maybe slightly less interesting because I don't have like rooting interest in like many of the games. That's fair. But um, it is what it is. I'll I'll live I'll live for it. Yeah. Like. I knew I did not like Purdue coming in. They went out. Mm. I still would have probably had them going to maybe like the Sweet 16 at a minimum. So like that would have majorly screwed up my bracket. You had Arizona, who a lot of people liked. They're out. Yeah. So um, less stress. I think Jay Spieth provides me a little too much stress. So I had more with the bracket. But um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. My, I'm hanging on. My bracket's hanging on. It uh, it actually got up to a really good start to the first two days. Only problem is I had Purdue in the final four because I'm an idiot. Um, and that clearly did not go very well. And I actually have a friend who goes to Purdue. Oh, and and that, Mr. Shank went to Purdue. Mr. Shank also went to Purdue. I was thinking Mr. Shank was going to win when I found out he went to Purdue because I because it was just like too good of a storyline, you know. <laughs> like Spieth, Spieth was sobled this week. Shank went to Purdue and Purdue got upset, so Shank was gonna upset Spieth or something oh, like that. Nearly. But of course, Taylor Moore comes out of nowhere. I don't know where he went to. Oklahoma? I think Oklahoma State, I think. Oh. Wow. No, it might be it might be Oklahoma. It's one of the two. That's a yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so March Madness full swing. Got another bracket coming up in the PGA Tour this next week. Another good uh, – they were talking about this a little bit on the broadcast when they were on and not showing us an Aflac ad. Um, <laughs> that, like, these non-designated events have been awesome. Honda was great. Yeah. Um, 
shoot, wasn't there another one? American Express was pretty fun too. Who? Why can't I remember the American Express? Oh, that was Rom. But like you got you got Davis Thompson versus Rom, and obviously Rom just winning is good for the PGA Tour. This week you had you had a Spieth, Shank, T. Moore, like Fleetwood. You had two of the biggest names in the field were finished inside the top four, and you had two other cool stories, uh, and you had a tight, you know, final four, um, for the Sunday broadcast. So everything's kind of working for the PGA Tour. I I mean, who won in um live this week i actually don't i'd like i don't even know danny lee wow good for him it's a lot of money but is it danny lee maybe i mean i don't know yeah danny lee yeah okay cool (laughs) good for danny lee yeah good for danny lee i know um bryson did not play well again which is funny congrats to the uh, fireballs on the team competition (laughs) who's on the fireballs now that's like the Sergio answer, like the Spanish team. So Where did the high flyers finish? Um led by yeah. Captain Phil. Captain Mickelson. Mickelson played well. Um high flyers came in sixth of twelve. Ooh. Tough week for the Majestics. Well, because do the oh wow. Did the high flyers don't they have um James Pyatt? They have the triangle, Mr. Tringali, who oh. played well. I forgot about Tringali. It's the top three counting scores. So, yes, Pyatt was awful. But then he – but I think they all count on Sunday, though. No. No? I don't – Maybe not. I don't know. so. I think it's just the top three uh... – yeah, it's just the top three scores that count, oh, I nice. think. Oh, so Pyatt, Pyatt did nothing. Yeah, he doesn't that, do You know, that's kind of cool because then, like, if Pyatt shoots a 64 on Sunday, despite his previous 76s, like <laughs> – he gets that's helpful for the team. I don't know. I don't know why we're talking live. I mean, yeah. I brought Let's it up. The talk but, out of uh, Screw it. Well, we'll see them at Augusta in a couple of weeks, which will be interesting. Yeah. No, actually, I've seen some live guys comment, comment about that because they've been asked. I think it's going to be overblown. Like, Probably. I don't think the players, maybe, maybe Rory might have some beef with some dudes. Rory ain't in that champions dinner though. <laughs> but like, well, yeah, I think the champions dinner are going to be fine because who's in who's in the champions dinner that that's on the PGA Sergio. Tour? Oh, well, I was going to say all the live. That's going to have a problem with somebody on the list. Like, Spieth doesn't care about Sergio that much. Like, I don't think that's a big deal. I think I've seen I've heard a couple guys say like it's Scotty's night too. Like it's his champions dinner, so like the whole point's going to be like right. And Scotty's not like yeah fun guy yeah. you know people it's his night, like Scotty. So no need for the chaos right like i don't think and i don't think like people especially the people in that room hate phil like you, no, you I think they, they respectfully disagree you think you think people hate phil in that room Hates a strong word, Dan. I think they respectfully disagree with what he did, but they're not going to, you know, start a verbal. That's, yeah. Okay. That's that's kind of what I was. That's the words I was trying to use. They are grown ups, right? Yeah, but I think like if Rory was in that room, Rory I think at some room. point it might come up. <laughs> Rory ain't in that room. <laughs> but Mr. Rory is not in that room. So no, we shall get to that in a few weeks. But yeah. in the Thanks end, for listening. Good- yeah, no, this was um I was really hoping this was gonna be live. 
um for the win Same. obviously but uh another good week you know just got a, a lot of I'll, it's it's tough cuz there's so many positives to take from it and the one the negative on sunday was one golf shot that was really bad but then you couldn't even be like too mad at that for so long because he played the the next like seven five golf shot at least six out of the next like five seven golf shots oh my goodness six out of the next seven golf shots like really really well just the putt on 17 um would have been amazing one to have but just keep getting chances who knows maybe the chance next week but we'll we'll get to that when we get to that as of now we'll see you guys next week bob will be back tomorrow as well hopefully hopefully so yep Peace. Take care.